The Pasik says the Gemara learns that from Bayoim Hashmini, the eighth day, this teaches us that a Brismila must take place during the daytime. There is another Limud in the Gemara, and another Gemara in Shabbos, where it says Uben Shmainas Yamim. Again, we learn from this that a Brismila has to take place on the eighth day. This would apply to a bris that's taking place in the right time, in the eighth day. If a bris has to be postponed for medical reasons or for whatever reason, then from the vav of u bayoim hashmini yimel besar in parashas tazriah, it teaches us that even a bris that is done, that is postponed, has to be on the eighth day. It has to be during the daytime and not at night. This would imply that before Matan Taira, for a, bri- a postponed bris, there was no uh, obligation to do it during the daytime. Nevertheless, we're going to raise a question on the following story. The Medjish says that many of the Yidin of Mitzrayim were not circumcised, and on Erev Pesach, uh, the night before the Yidin left Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu was preparing his carbon Pesach, and the Ebeshter made the winds blow, and spread the pleasant aroma of Moshe's carbon Pesach. So the Yidin came to Moshe Rabbeinu and he said, let us eat from your carbon Pesach. And Moshe said, it says, Kal boy, that you have to be circumcised. So the Yidin immediately went and circumcised themselves. This would imply that this took place at night, that many of these Yidin were circumcised on the night of Yudalid, or the night of, between Yudalid and Tesvav, uh, Nisan. So the question is, since this was ordained by the Eivishter, the Eivishter made this nace that would cause the Yidin to have the Bris. Why did Hashem not ordain it in a way that the Bris should take place during the day? Now the Yefei Toyar, which is a commentary on the Medrash, says that this must have taken place during the day, before it got dark. And he brings two proofs. Number one, because you can't do a Bris during the day, during the night. And number two, because you can't do a Bris on Yontif. You know, a bris shaloi bismana is not allowed to be done on Yantif. So first of all, it says very clearly in the Medrash that this took place during the meal, the meal of the carbon Pesach, which is at night. And the proofs that the Efei Tayar brings, so number one, the fact that he says that you can't have a bris at night, it's before Matan We just explained before that before Matan you are allowed to make a bris at night. The other thing that... He says that it was Yantif, and because of that you can't do a bris on Yantif. So the Rebbe responds with two points. Point number one is that it's questionable whether the Yidin observed Yantif that year by not doing Malachim. And the reason would be because it says in the Pasuk, Vayayim HaRishn Mikra Kodesh, Uvayim HaShvi Mikra Kodesh, Kol Malachim The first day of Yantif, the seventh day of Yantif, are holy and you can't do Malachim, but it says Bahem implying that when does this din apply only when there's a when there's a seven days of Pesach that year there were certainly not seven days of Pesach so the Pesach of Yasa Bahem didn't apply that year it only began in later years now even according to the Ran which is an opinion that holds that they did observe Pesach that year still the Mila wouldn't be a problem and the reason for this is because the Medrash tells us that the Yidin standing by Moshe, took out their own swords and circumcised themselves immediately with their own swords. Now, since it says that they used their own swords, this this implies that they were not using the regular mila knife called in 
halacha and izmil, which is a regular knife for mila. And therefore, it was a malacha shalaykadarka, it was done in an unusual manner. And therefore, midda'iraisa, it would be mutter on yantiv. So, even either there was no yamtiv that year, or even if there was yamtiv, it was done with a shinoi. So, the yafaytayar's proofs that it happened by day are invalid. And therefore, it must be that it happened at night, as is the basic understanding of the Medrash. And therefore, let's go back to our original question. In that case, why did Hashem not arrange that the Mila should be done earlier in the day, before it got dark outside? There are other Akhreinim that explain that it says, that that night, the night shone like the day. It was bright as day. And therefore, at the end of the day, and if you're going to ask, what about the other mitzvahs? Like mitzvah, eating the Pesach, carbon Pesach, eating matzah, eating mutter. So the answer would be that over there it says, So clearly, those mitzvahs, it was considered night. But with regards to the mitzvah of middle, it was considered day. And that would answer the question. The question is, why was the mitzvah, why was the middle not during the day? The, not, not, what would be, and the answer is that that, that that night was an exception, that the night was classified like day with regards to the mitzvah of middle. To explain this on on the on the deeper level, according to Hasidus, why is Mila different? That Mila uh, that that with regards to Mila it was Laila Kayem Yoyer, the night was like a day. So the answer is like this. In order for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we had to break the rules of nature. The word Pesach means to jump, diluk, to go out of the order, the natural order of things. Number one, naturally speaking, a yid could not, uh, uh, no, even a slave, servant, could not get out of Mitzrayim. Spiritually speaking, the yidin were immersed in 49 gates of impurity, so they couldn't just elevate themselves. There had to be a, a break in the order of nature in order to get the yidin out of Mitzrayim. Now, how do you, how do you break nature? By breaking, say that Aishtalshalos, say that Aishtalshalos is the order of the worlds that, that uh, precede this world. And if you bring down a powerful light that's higher than Seder Aishtalshalos, this is Mevatal, it breaks Seder Aishtalshalos, and it gives this world, which is the bottom of the, the end, the tail end of Seder Aishtalshalos, the ability to go out of its own ramifications and allow it for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to happen. Now, how do you break the, 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 the parameters, the constraints of Seyyidah Ayishtalshlus? Everything starts from Teda. Everything in creation originates from Teda. So when you're able to rise above the limitations of Teda, you can then rise above the limitations of Seyyidah Ayishtalshlus and then rise above the limitations of this world. So therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu had to give the Yidin a certain mitzvah that would go above and beyond the limitations of Teda. According to Teda, a bris has to be during the daytime. Here, the bris took place at night. True, it was a night that shone like day, but it was still uh, uh, not following the limitations of Teda. And by bringing down a light that caused, that was higher than the limitations of Teda, this trickles down to say that Aishtalshalus, and ultimately it trickles down to this world that you could change uh, 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 the nature of, of this world and allow for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to happen. Why Mila? Why is Mitzvah's Mila the, the Mitzvah that's sh- chosen to break the limitations of Teda? So the answer is like this, because just like there had to be a dilug, a going beyond nature in the world, there also has to, you also, there also has to be a going beyond nature in the person. The person who wants to leave Mitzrayim has to go out of their own nature. And for this, there were two mitzvahs that lifts the yid 
out of the nature, out of their nature. The mitzvah of carbon Pesach and the mitzvah of Mila. Pesach means dilug, means to jump, representing going out of the natural order of things. And Mila is a bris oilam; it's an eternal bond with Hashem that is that that, that supersedes a time and any other limitations. And therefore, it was the mitzvah of Mila that Hashem chose because the mitzvah of Mila is an infinite mitzvah; it's beyond limitations, and therefore it can it can. Allow that when there's a Laila Kayem Yoyer, when you change the limitations of the world, to be, you can do a bris even in, in, in a night that's Kayoyim. And because of that, it can trickle all the way down to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that the Yidin should be able to go out of Mitzrayim in this world. This also explains that there's a difference between Mat- Mila before Matan Teira and after Matan Teira. After Matan Teira, the Yidden were already, with, there was a system was created. Therefore, the, with, even though it's eternal and it's infinite, but it's still within a certain system, and therefore it has to be by day and not by night. But before Matan Teira, when the Yidden were in a state that was totally beyond any form of a system, there could be a Mila at night because... Mila is, is, is not limited by any boundaries. And the lesson, of course, is like this, that when it comes to uh, our avoid, that we have to, every day we have to work on ourselves to go out of Mitzrayim, and the way to do that is to jump right in, not to measure the mitzvah, not to look at the various different limitations, but to jump right into the mitzvah and go above and beyond the limitations. And when we do that, then we are able to connect ourselves to the Eibishter with an eternal infinite bond a bris island.